Welcome back to the Two Guys Named Chris show. Lisa Lanier is on the line, our official attorney of this program. You know, the first story today, I have to tell you this, is about an HOA that is trying to get residents in Houston to keep its garage doors open. And they have a reason. Yes. And uh, it's a, you know, homeowners associations notoriously, they always win these kinds of cases. Mm. You know, they always do. And uh, Chris Dim, I think he's trying to sabotage us. Uh, he sent me this story yesterday. He said, you must speak about this with Lisa. He found it. He's like, this okay. story has come to my attention and you need to speak about it with Lisa while I'm not here. And he's, we've got audio and everything. And all these residents, they're upset because the um, homeowners association makes them keep their garage doors up. And so I sent it to Lisa and said, this is going to be our lead. And she wrote me back and said, well, I'm glad to do the story, but it's from three years ago. And I said, oh, Chris Dim tried to do this to me. <laughs> he set you up. He set me up again. He does that. Is it possible we've already done this story? Probably. He doesn't remember. <laughs> Lisa. That, he's over Arkansas now. He set me up. He's in the air. He's flying. He did. He, he set did. me up. This is from 2018. <laughs> and I was so invested in it, too. I was like, my God, these poor kids. He's back. He can't get it past me. <laughs> oh, yeah. He got it past. He didn't get uh-huh. it past you. That's right. The story is that, uh, and this briefly, we'll, do, we'll talk about it, though, and we'll see what the outcome was, but. They had had one family had had a group of people live in their garage. Oh. So oh. to keep that from happening again, the homeowners association told everybody, you have to keep your garage doors open from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And, of course, everybody fought this. Uh, even a kid said, I'm afraid my bike will get stolen. I don't think it's a good idea because they're going to steal my bike. I got electric scooter. I got, I, I got um, an electric wheelchair. I got all kinds of stuff. I, I just don't think it's a good idea to have it open. Now, why does he have an electric wheelchair? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Kids. He was standing yeah. around while he was doing that. I, he didn't need an electric wheelchair. Then his neighbor said, no way am I doing it. I have nothing to hide. I understand somebody had people living in the garage. I don't. I am following the rules. All I'm asking is a reasonable way of going around this. If you want to do a monthly, a bi-monthly inspection of my garage, I have nothing to hide. If I have something that's being stored in there and you don't like it, I'll remove it. Now, Lisa has the update to this story and how it all turned out. Who won this, residents or homeowners association, Lisa? The residents won. The homeowners association backed down. And for whatever reason, this was like a trend around this time about three years ago. Several states in that area, I think Arizona was one, some cities in California, all out west, tried to do this because apparently there were these squatters that were uh, taking over people's garages, and the people sometimes knew it and sometimes didn't. Sometimes it was a voluntary thing where they were exceeding the number of people that should live in a planned community that has a limit on how many people can live there. Other times it was just, it was like homeless people sneaking in there, but they were seeking to remedy both of those things, but it's just going too far to require people to leave there. You know, the, you're right that HOAs usually win, but here they did not. In all areas, all states, all jurisdictions, they backed down. This was just too far. Well, I would think. I mean, come on, you got to leave your garage door. Uh, yeah. You know, I've got a lot of very valuable things in my garage. Yeah. Mountain bikes, bikes, weight weight benches. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts electric of electric wheelchair, electric wheels. There's so many things in there. Yeah. You know, the, the, the amount of electron, the amount of uh, weight equipment that is gathering dust in there. Yes. Uh, you know, is just, yeah. I can't risk that. I just cannot. Oh, we should steal these bikes. Oh, the tires are flat. <laughs> There's cobwebs in the yeah. They dry ride. Yeah, they are. That's true. We're going to ride them when we retire, Lisa. My wife and I are going to start yeah. riding bikes when we retire. In 15 years. Now we have, this is a, a, a present day story and certainly one that I guess a lot of parents are complaining about. 
Uh, there's some folks at UMass Amherst. These are students who were suspended for not wearing masks while they were off campus. They were at an event off campus, didn't wear masks. The town where they are, Amherst, Massachusetts, had made it clear you were to wear masks at all times. So when video surfaced of them not wearing their mask at this event, they were kicked out of school and were told they couldn't even take their year-end exams on Zoom. On you know They couldn't take it remotely. And therefore, their freshman years may have to be repeated. And the parents are like, listen, we paid thousands and thousands of dollars for them to go. Yeah. They were off campus. We get it. We get you're upset. But this is way too severe a punishment. I agree with them. I think this is wrong that they're doing this to these students because they're basically blocking out their whole first year. Yeah. What are your thoughts here, Lisa? Can they fight this and win? Yeah, the kids, I think, will win here because um, UMass Amherst is a public institution. And the real key here is whether about regulating off-campus behavior is whether you're a public or a private institution. Had this been a private college, they can require kids to agree to a code of conduct both on and off campus. And it's like being a part of a private club and you don't follow the rules, you get kicked out of the club. Mm-hmm. But with a public university like this, you have due process rights, you have constitutional rights that apply, and those cannot be waived by the school having a code of conduct. So I think the school went too far here. The kids do, um, you know, they they also have uh, an equal protection, sex discrimination type of of an allegation here because they were all female. There was an all-male sports team around the same time that was pictured all over celebrating their victory. They won some kind of national championship or something. And they were, many of them, unmasked, and no one was punished. And so these girls are saying, look, these dudes did it after they were celebrating their victory. They didn't get punished. A few girls go around town having fun. We don't get, you know, we do get punished. You're unequal there. And so hmm. they have several arguments. So I think the university has some, some issues here. Uh-huh. Oh, fine. Fine. <laughs> Seems like UMass would be a little smarter than that out of the gate. It'd yeah. be a university. <laughs> it does seem like that. Do you think they intentionally punish girls over guys? I know I do. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes maybe maybe it's not intentional, but sometimes sex discrimination happens because of certain biases and things that you don't even realize you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. You know, um, it was those girls that were in the NCAA tournament. I remember one of them who uh, I believe she was a she went to school. I forget where, but she showed the weight room for the women yeah. playing in the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament versus the men. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was so minuscule that, that the blew NCAA, up. Yeah. yeah. The NCAA did something about it. <laughs> and the NCAA said. Yeah, fine. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give you a weight, bitch. Fine. Somebody go buy something, exercise equipment, get a treadmill. What was it? Dave said they uh, had them hooked up that jiggly rubber band thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That some rubber bands in there. Work out with these women. Take that. All All right. Here's the credit card. Go down to play it against sports. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't buy it new. Buy used. (laughs) Always. Well, I'm glad to hear these young ladies are going to win this because I thought that was pretty out of line what the university did we have another story this is from uh, england now a car dealer receptionist has won what would amount to about a thirty-five thousand dollar payout in the united states after bosses had excluded her from the monthly pizza friday events they never invited her. what (laughs) (laughs) what's the problem she says she was victimized by bosses who would go office to office and say pizza pizza and then just skip her office Now that's rude. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> she was left out every time of Pizza Fridays. And when she would come by and say, can I grab a slice? They said, no. no. <laughs> That's Milton from Office Space. Yeah, they've... Uh, that his name? They completely left her out. Well, she sued and she won. Lisa, would that happen in this country? Were you surprised by this? <laughs> yeah, they just they have greater protections in the UK for, and they have this whole employment court mm-hmm. that hears all kinds of stuff like this, and they actually often surprisingly decide in the favor of the employee. But in the United States, unless this exclusion of her was based on you know protected classification like her race or her gender. Then uh, you're well, you know, you can be rude in, in America. You just can. You yep. know, you're allowed. Yeah. Okay. They, they just didn't like her and they basically made no yeah, bones they didn't about like her. it. They just skipped her right. office and everybody was yeah. hollering and having cake and <laughs> pizza. Woo-hoo. And then they go by her, hey, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, uh, can I have a piece of pizza, please? Yeah. No. Can I please Did I miss please? another pizza party? <laughs> oh, I thought, uh, I thought they told you. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get the email? You got on the email chain? But, and then she'll burn the building down later. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, that's the problem. But she got a yeah. nice payout for that, though. She, she, yeah. Right. yeah, she did. And it was men and women. It, was, it wasn't you know, it was anything about gender. I mean, there were women in the office that she would call them throughout the dealership about something related to work, and they'd go click as soon as they heard her on <laughs> we all want to do it. Can you just do that? Yeah. I mean, there's always someone. Well, that, that happens around here. <laughs> Click. Yeah. Man, my phone's not working. <laughs> can you yeah, hear me? I can hear you. Sorry. That's really loud. Somebody there likes her, keeps her employed. Yeah. Well, you, well, they did, but uh, how did she wind up? Did she, they fire her or did she quit? I forgot at the end of the article. She ended up uh, She ended up transferring to a different branch of that dealership, I think. Mm. And uh, she filed, you know, after she filed this because she feared retaliation. So I don't know how it's going at the other dealership. Yeah, really? <laughs> they hate her there, too. Yeah. I can't imagine it's a lot better. <laughs> wonder why they single her. She must have been just a crabby person. She did to... you want to work from home? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From now on. <laughs> Poor thing. My God. Oh, it's awful. 